take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Boom. Cold start. Cold, cold start's apparently the way we're going to do it now. Cold. So yeah. Uh, this is From the Pit. We talk about shit and shit. I knew you couldn't. It, I couldn't. Couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. It, it makes sense to at least introduce exactly. us. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that, that, that at least. Probably give people some idea of, of oh. what the fuck we do. We talk about metal and fuckery. Isn't really In much, metal. honestly. <laughs> 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 we record I'm our not, bullshit, you I'm, know. I'm not positive even what our identity is currently, but it's a thing. It's it is a thing. <laughs> Metal and related categories. Under Stitcher, I think we would appear under entertainment. Yeah. No more specific than that. Because that's <laughs> what we're doing here. We intend to entertain ourselves, at least. Yeah, but we're, we're at least doing that. That's that's you know scary. Really so, yeah, how, how's everybody's weeks? What, what, what's new? Oh, it's been two weeks. Well, it's going to be three weeks, probably, until we sort out our SoundCloud issues. And upgrade to pro and upload our, our episode. So, some of this information might be a little old. You might know it already, but fucking whatever. We didn't get a chance to bullshit about it. Was it was Memorial Day. Like, yeah. yeah. We're not a fucking news show anyway. We just yeah talk about shit. If you if you're hearing it from us first, then you're probably pretty out of the fucking loop anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So what are we talking about? Who has things to talk about? Um, Anyone else? Um, well, just just to throw it out there because we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Um, Prophets of Rage actually had their first performance in in Hollywood. Yes, yeah, we we heard some of it. Yeah, um, I'm I'm I like it. I dig it. It was just like like a lot of Rage covers. And what's the forecast? Um, I mean, what did they prophesy? I know they're going they're going on tour. It doesn't look like the tour is necessarily coming. <laughs> too close to here. Uh, so the prophecy speaks. Oh my god! It <laughs> speaks for rage. <laughs> um, but uh, they they're going on tour. Right. They're probably going to be coming around here sometime soon. Uh, like the closest I've seen is like Pittsburgh and New York. Mm. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind trying to you know make a venture up to go and see them, but at the same time, when are they doing Pittsburgh? Because uh, I do have friends out there. I could look, look that up you. and get back to you, but um. Cause yeah, I mean, we could. I could talk to them yeah. if we. If it's the four of us, man, the trip would cost thirty bucks a piece. Not bad. Know. Yeah, Prophets of Rage announced their North American summer tour. Yeah. Uh, touring this summer, coming to a place near you. Hope I'm, what I'm personally wanting. I would love to hear is uh, some studio tracks. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that would be up. nice. I mean, like, oh man, oh, Metal Injection had this really sweet picture of everybody on stage. It's kind of doing. Looks like thing. they're going, they're going they're hard, going hard as shit. Tom Morello's got the red and black uh, semi hollow body going. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a hell of a lineup they've got there. Definitely, uh, all dudes who have legitimately oh, written um, very pissed off music. Home, Homedale, New Jersey, PNC Heimdall? Bank Center. Heimdall? Uh, uh, no, it's home. Home. Oh, I was hoping it was like. Oh wait, the fuck? No, they're coming to the, uh, they're coming to Camden. Oh, BB and T Pavilion. That's um, eight twenty. So what the hell's the BB and T? Fuck right That's what it is now. BB T. What the fuck? Why does the name always change? Wasn't it only Susquehanna for like six months? Like what the fuck? I can't keep track. Breakfast and tortellini. I'm glad you. They have a nice little tour going, and it looks like you know it starts on the East Coast, kind of works its way back. So the big booty and tits pavilion. Yeah. Right. If you're in the area, you know you should try and look them up and, and check out a Prophets of Rage show. It might not ever happen again. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Who knows with that with that group? Although, what the fuck else are any of those guys doing? <laughs> exactly. Honestly, <laughs> so this may very well be a, a staple thing for yeah. a little while. Um, and for those who don't know, because I kind of didn't really say, uh, Prophets of Rage is a uh, band comprised of the of. Uh, Tom Morello of Rage, Tim, whatever the bass player's name is, and the drummer from Rage, and Tom Morello's the guitar player. Yeah, yeah, and and he's still got it. I've always loved Tom Morello's guitar playing. Some people call it find it kind of cheesy. <clears throat> he, he 
just drowns everything. I was in back back when Rage was like a thing. He was that's cool. It's like mm-hmm. a revolutionary guitarist. That's what I say he was yeah. the shit. Yeah, but um, he made use of eight thousand pedals. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he he did whatever he could to make uh, make his guitar not sound like a guitar. And one of my favorite <laughs> things yeah. was um at the in the back of like the Rage like the inserts on the CD it would say like you know all the sounds produced on this record were produced by vocals drums bass and guitar no synthesizers or effects you know were used like that like oh that effects are sampled that's kind of dope but um Word. yeah uh, Profits of Rage they look like they're doing they're doing some touring business with a few different people throughout the summer so Profits uh, of Rage almost sounds like a doom level <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of Doom, um, it it has come to our attention that the audio tracks actually... Certain moments in the audio tracks contain satanic, satanic imagery. Like, in the oh, wave, wire, in the wave pattern, up. it actually says, like, for example, 666. And has pentagrams. That's, That's a level of detail that... Apparently it's on the track Cyber Demon. <laughs> like, of course... <laughs> that is that's awesome. that, yeah that's, that's the little things we're on week three of doom somebody i'm like that. way behind um yeah i started playing tropico dictating the shit out of nobody because <laughs> i feel bad being a dictator you are the worst dictator but i love the game so Wait, much what, what, what game is this tropico it's like sim city but you're a dictator in like a like a uh, Puerto Rico, like a Spanish yeah. island, um, dude. It's it's great. Like you can either be a horrific dictator or you can try, real, real, real hard to not be. I like how Tom just the game's really difficult if you don't just like he erects my fuck shit everybody. All the fuck time. everybody, everybody in every way, and every it's a lot of fun. And he loses a lot. It's free on PlayStation right now. There's no reason not. I, cause I don't like the Sims. Yeah, I don't really like Sims. I don't know. I never, I never got into those. I know you don't like RTS games. No, I don't. Uh, But I do. Resource management and shit, tedium. Like the only time I liked it was uh, not on consoles. The only time I liked it was Alien vs Predator. It was what Alien vs Predator. Yeah, and that was that was more like tactical missions and stuff. That was like Command Conquer only. Was it? Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, and I had Easy. my, I had my fleet of like disc throwing predators just wasting <laughs> motherfuckers. Those games <clears throat> tend to boil down to build infantry right away and then start swarming. Yes, like, yeah. Oh, you're just spamming disc throwers. Damn right I am. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, I guess Latin things. So, I was on <laughs> Toilet of Hell. Beautiful segue. <laughs> That's what I'm good at, okay? And they had an interview with Wasteland Riders, which mm. is a mm-hmm. metal band from Spain. Yeah. And their music style is pretty much like smashing Venom and Motorhead together. Yeah, it's it's very, like, classic thrash. Yeah. Like, yeah. in the early days, uh, very much has the crossover spirit, like... Fun, fun shit. There was that band we covered while we were still doing videos that was the same. It was the all-female band. Pussy Riot? No. Nah. No, they nah, were nah, specifically the, the, the ones Spanish. Oh. They, they, they had that, they, they had a really bad song title, but the song was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was like Start the Mosh or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Search Start the Mosh and yeah, see what band yeah, yeah. I don't up. think that was exactly it. No, no, I think it was. No, that, I, th- I think, think it, it really was. was something that simple. No, it was that simple, but I think it was something even dumber sounding. It was like a D name or a P, like dis, dis. I don't know. But, um, yeah. shit, so. I'm gonna check the trouble. Yeah, while we're waiting on a search for that, yeah. I put everything in the archive. So, with this... So, yeah, search the archive. I forgot all about the fucking Trello. <laughs> it still gets used. I don't think I... I don't think I... I, I have to reinstall it. I, I reset my phone. And I forgot how to get in. So, <laughs> with finding out this awesome band, in the interview... Wait, I think you can just log, log in with your, like, Google account or something. I don't Facebook. remember what I used. I got, like, five billion email addresses, okay. man. Way to go. 
I'm sorry, Princess, as you were saying. Yeah. Well, thank you, my loyal subject. <laughs> <laughs> so, with uh, finding this uh, awesome band, they it brought up a question of what's the metal scene like in Spain? Like, the interview really wasn't too familiar. Different ways around saying it's a lot of, like, kind of poppy shit, but there is an underground that's yeah. more like this stuff, yeah. which were bands like, uh, that was to uh, Skull Bastards, which were awesome. It, it's funny, I was hanging out with, I was saying at my buddy's birthday, um, hanging out with, uh, an old school friend, mm-hmm. and, um, it, it was funny, because the radio was on, and, you know, they started playing a Slayer song, and he's like, oh, you up, see, Rock's dead. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, if you what were is... still paying attention, dude, like, shit is popping off. Yeah. Right now. But well, first off, let me just, let me just, uh, so hold on. What, what about a Slayer song makes you say, or like, what? Like, like I guess the, the, his main point was like how the industry isn't functioning the same way as it used to, and bands like Slayer get radio play instead of are the underground, but like, they're 30 years old. They, they took them a. Uh, the world's progressed a uh, bit. Yeah, I mean, those bands are. By definition, pop acts now. It's popular music. You know, it's it's not, it's made its way out there. Like you said, it took them thirty fucking years to do it. So, good on them. Exactly. How long did it take for them to get a Grammy? Yeah. <laughs> like, and when the it, fact that they ever did God is mind blowing. Yes, yeah. I remember that. That day in school, like finding that out, being like, yes, <coughs> yes. One for the home team. It's cool shit, man. That's cool. I mean, I don't give a fuck about those things, but it's also like, hey, no, you're getting some recognition for being fucking influential. Even before that cool. happening, it was actually uh, Jeff Hedman in an interview. They're like, what do you think about the Grammys? And his response was, fuck the Grammys. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go, maybe get arrested, but you know. Whatever. He's like, we play this because we want to. And, you know, the fact that they got it was still cool. Yeah, man. I, yeah. But, um... But, so, Spain's, though, uh, like, underground metal scene, which is all this, like, thrash and all this... Some of it inspired by that, that early black metal, like, uh... Ron, I'll, I'll take a look like for a second. Yeah. Is yeah, just I'm, I'm, don't think I'm awesome. Right. Like, yeah, get back into the conversation. It's, You're good. I'll find it. It's sweet because, uh, as I said to you, it's the type of metal you listen to. You're like, I just want to start chugging some beer. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I fucking, it's really, really cool. Like you mentioned, like I, I also need to purchase their shit off of Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Purchase people's shit, buy yes. it. Especially these underground bands, they fucking need the money like oh, desperately. Yes. We'll and it's cheap as fuck on Bandcamp. Anyway. Nervosa. Oh, really. Nervosa. I was actually going to say, Skull that. Bastards. What was that? 12 their seconds? Their digital copy of their <laughs> album is completely free. Nervosa. Like, Nervosa. I'm assuming it has okay. the, like, uh, pay what you want option. Uh, it, I, I'm a, maybe? I know, like, the button says yeah usually it's when, when that happens what it like it comes up and it allows you to put in zero for the price yeah but you can put in more that's uh, cool like into mosh pit that's it i told you it was something dumber sounding uh yeah terrible english but really fun song yeah, yeah. oh yeah what do you want our language is victim fucked. of yourself that's why i'm not for the addition of any more new words <laughs> yeah, they. All right, maybe we're just old men, but yeah. So uh, justice be done. Speaking... Yeah, honestly, some awesome like album names or song names, at least. Speaking of listening to new things, uh, as I mentioned to you guys earlier, uh, I know they've been around for a little while, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard them already. But I was finally talked into listening to Trap Them. mm Hmm. I downloaded some shit before I drove home, and uh, that shit's awesome. It was it was really funny how it happened though. I was I was with a bunch of friends in Pittsburgh, and it's like fucking. It's after midnight. They bring me to this bar, and it was seven o'clock. No, <laughs> no it's it's actually I mentioned that because it's important to the story. All right. It was after midnight, and this dude Olu likes to go to fucking dance clubs. 
<laughs> so I end up. We go into this place called Steel Cactus, and downstairs it's just Steel like Steel Cactus. It's just that's like, a band. It's just like a bar, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And he's like, "We're going upstairs." So we go upstairs. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's a fucking dance club." <laughs> so I, I walk around up there for like two that's not minutes. Get, get pricked by the cactus. Oh, dude. <laughs> I walked around up there for like two minutes, then then pushed my way back out. I was like, I'm chilling downstairs. Fuck that noise. I walked outside for a minute, and this girl walks by and sees my, my Shy Halut shirt and says something. So we get into a discussion. Turns out they played there Friday in oh, Pittsburgh, and I had no fucking idea. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was very upset when I discovered that. But, uh, yeah, she mentioned Trap Them. And then uh, we, we talked for a while. Then when I tried to get back into the bar to find everyone, a bouncer walked out, didn't make eye contact, just kind of shouldered me out of the way. And they were like, we're closed. Like, Go. I guess I'm waiting out here. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting night. Interesting In, night. Speaking indeed. of shy hood, as far as transitions go, I didn't get a chance to talk to Stefan about his adventures, mm. um, but I got a chance to talk to Dez. And Dez was not a huge fan of the lead singer. Oh, wow. Matt? Is it, is it Matt singing with him? They're so, dude, they, like, <laughs> you never, I never know wh- who's singing with them on which tour. She was just like, I'm not sure, who, what, what was the name of one of them? Oh, God, dude, I don't remember anymore. Because it was, there was... <laughs> There was Chad Gilbert on the first album in Reach Beyond the Sun. There was Geert Vanderveld on, uh, fucking that one in Blood Old Tempered. Matt, Matt Fox? Matt Fox the guitarist. He's been the only member who's been there from the beginning. It's also sort of his baby. Like, he's written most of everything. I yeah. Chad Gilbert is the current vocalist. No, she no, said, not. She said Matt. That is incorrect. Regardless, maybe it was Matt. Was <coughs> yeah, I think that I think the dude who was on Misanthropy Pure is the guy currently singing for them. But even then, uh, the last time I saw them, he wasn't there because he was on his honeymoon. So it was Jay Pepito from fucking Reign Supreme, which was awesome. He was great. But so yeah, you never know who the fuck is gonna be in that band when you see them. Just Matt Fox. I know he'll always be there. Yeah, um, it's saying. Yeah, Matt Fox, you're right. Back, guitar and back and vocals. I'm, I'm on their wiki page. Okay. So this is also the greatest song. Yeah, well, yeah, it's all, just, he, he was the, the vocalist for their last full act. Um, Matty Carlock, it says he's done vocals for 2016 to present, so. Okay, yeah, yep. That sounds right. Matty Carlock. If that, I'm not, okay, so let's put it this way. It was a Matt. I'm not sure if it was Fox or, or the singer, um, but she was just like, you know, they made me drive them to the airport, wouldn't let me smoke in the car, yada, yada, yada. Always bringing the conversation down with, like, you know, it could be better. It's not like it used to be kind of talk. And I was like, you know, I guess I could kind of see that. I really hope that wouldn't be the truth, but... I, I don't know, man. Uh, that's I, I, I know from what I've... And I've met Matt Fox three or four times now, and mm. he, he's... Uh, a really nice guy couldn't be more fucking thrilled to have fans talk to him, but he is a little out there. Mm. He's definitely. I, I you left. Can, you told me that before, and I left room for. She met him like one or two times. Like it could have been an off, you know, night or whatever. Or she might not have been prepared for like a strange dude. Like we didn't get into it, into it, but yeah, she was. She wasn't pleased with the experience, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I didn't know what to tell her because it's like this is one of my favorite bands, so. Yeah, I mean, I know more often than not, like, a good number of dudes in the band are straight edge, and, like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to be in a car with someone smoking either, like, the, yeah, you can't but just... when you're bumming rides and shit, it's kind of like... Yeah, I know, but I just, there. I mean, when, when I did smoke, I just didn't do it in the car if I was driving someone. You're who, special. Because like, most other people look for that cigarette <clears throat> while they're driving. Yeah, I, I, was I don't know, Even man. people getting getting rides from me they would leave at anyone's uh, and would ask like can i smoke yeah like that's fun to ask uh, I, I don't know yeah i'm saying like they weren't even in the position of driving the fucking car of driving it not being their car they were they still wanted that cigarette <laughs> it was hard for me to be 
as empathetic or whatever as I maybe should have been toward her situation because I like shot blue so. <laughs> no I completely <laughs> they were a little odd or a little bit you know whatever you know they were traveling and she was maybe everybody was just being a little crabby that's what <laughs> I mean I'm sure that's that's a tough life to live yeah like you know I, I, I imagine after some time on the road you're probably not in the greatest mood like yeah or even just grounding like, not used to the, the normal flow or being tired from a long day at work. Right. Whatever, whatever. Um. Um, in unrelated news, apparently Corey Taylor has a broken neck. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, meh. He's had, a, he's had a good life so far, so, like, whatever, Slipknot. <laughs> I don't know why. It's weird. I, I just thought about them today on my drive home and how much I really dislike them. <laughs> like... I don't know why. I don't know why that's a thought I have. <laughs> no, um, to be fair, like, there's, there's no... It's not like they're... I loved Wait and Bleed. That one yeah. song. I was about to say, when I was... time in my life when I listened to that. When I was sure, 10, was. that was like the shit. Yeah, it was real catchy yeah. back I, I, then, but... I, I was actually thinking about them pretty recently, too. I saw uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween remake, and like the whole scene where he just basically looks like Kane, and he just has like, the mask. I'm like, he looks like he... Like, the ninth member of Slipknot right now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like the 32nd member. That yeah, that, that was one of the things that popped into my head. I was like, God, fucking Slipknot and their fucking nine members. <laughs> like, that was, um... They all fucking rip their intestines out of their ass and hang themselves with them. Oh, boy. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck Slipknot. Jeez. Fuck all um, that. They have the greatest drum. No, they don't. You know, you they know, were fine at most. He's a great drummer. We all know they Guitar Pro hasn't most. written an honest article in, like, ever. <laughs> what is it? What did you say? Guitar Pro. Guitar Pro. Oh. Yeah. I'm saying, but, like, all those, like, fucking bought um, new, news outlet magazines and websites and shit, they're just fucking bullshit. I remember when the dude from Slipknot got best guitarist when... Uh, Cradle, not Cradle, um, Children had like released an album that year. Um, or Alexi is still alive. So how are you going to say the dude from Slipknot is the best guitarist of the year? Yeah, that's it's, just outright. I mean, regardless, for, even from a non-biased standpoint, like, if I if I put aside my hatred of Slipknot and just look at it, like, there, there's no way that I that's think even remotely oh, objectively, possible. Objectively, no. Fuck not. Like, Sadly, no. I think what they look at sometimes is like, what they did in the year yeah. as far as like success um i which is awful i'm not sure what year it was i know it was early 2000s but i would put money on somebody else having a better act i'm i'm sure oh yeah and system of a down was fun like i'm not taking anything from them but their guitar work wasn't best of the year oh no yeah no. anyway surge has always disappointed me the guitarist? No, Darren. Darren. Darren? Like yeah. yeah. I was gonna say Serge is the singer. Singer. Uh, Occasionally play rhythm, but um, I don't know. Like um, they're, they're putting out new material too. I think. No, really. I think. I thought they threw in the towel. I knew. No, I, knew. I knew they read. They they did a tour. I didn't know anything about. Yeah, Serge has been working on new material. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about them like as Every a whole. <clears throat> would be cool. I do. That was like actually one of the acts I actually really enjoyed at. Uh, the Ozfest I went to. I I was always a big fan of System of a Down. Uh, I can't say I'm crazy about about Darren's um, Phil Collins like takeover of the band. <laughs> like, just I don't know when when you have a dude who's got these incredible vocals. Uh, yeah. Uh, to um, uh, to make him like secondary on the album. Nah. I was uh, like. Yeah. Right now, the most I'm seeing is they're they're communicating. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe yeah. someone jumped the gun on there. I was going to say, like, I remember when I first heard that their, like, self-titled album just being, like, at that point in time, I was like, I haven't heard anything like this. No. This is awesome. Yeah. It was, they were different, man. They were, it was definitely something different. 90s metal took, took a step in a strange direction. And we had corn. <laughs> Fuck it. I liked corn back in the day. Like, yeah, we all did. Like, oh, a lot of those bands like corn uh, was fucking cool. Then they became dubstep. <laughs> like, like how you're like coming out of the corn closet. 
Like, yes, I do like corn. I do we like have, corn. We have to get him to corn closet. To freak on a leash. <laughs> That's fine. It's yeah. Come on, you listened to Limp Bizkit and you liked oh, it. Oh God, no. Yes, no, you did. No, no. I yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. He was probably too young. Like, yeah. no, like, um, like I, I hated. Uh, Before you say anything like mean or anything, just know, I pack a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, Fred Durst. Uh, like, I just hate. I hated Fred Durst vocals. The only real redeeming factor of Limp Bizkit to me was Wes Borland, and that was just because I was like a child and he and. <clears throat> make a thing look cool you're attracted (laughs) (laughs) we grew up rife in the age of Limp Bizkit yeah that's that's what was occurring so that was the coolest thing ever in the suburbs so we know (laughs) if you grew up in the time that we did and you were white and lived in the suburbs, you loved Limp Bizkit. It's like that whole discussion we had before about Stepping Stone shit, and that was like, that was the open doorway we had at the time. That was that was our, like, eight and nine-year-old, like, going they into... They played that at the school dances. They, like, fuck yeah, they did. <laughs> they edited the shit out of it. I know we were ready did. to rage because of it. <laughs> don't, don't censor this. You can't censor me. Brimming with adolescence. <laughs> yeah, I think for a lot of people that was what led to finding, you know, once once that shit sort of becomes dull, you're like, I, I need that, like, that, I need to find that anger again. Start I need to find that the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's why Wisdom and Chains wrote that song called Chasing the Dragon, all oh, about shit. getting into hardcore. And it's hit the fucking nail on the head. Yeah. Like... It's exactly it. It's exactly it. Every <laughs> time. Your life goes into a downward spiral. Uh, no, it just, you <laughs> know. friends and family start looking at you differently. No, well, that's true. Yeah, uh, th- that's yeah, no, definitely honestly, there true. There probably are some to, to, you know, chasing the dragon and chasing the dragon. I, 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 I do think it's funny that, you know, um, like when I talk to people who are outside of this whole thing about, like, shows or fests, like, I've had people say, like, you talk about it like it's a lifestyle. Like, it is. Like, it's. It's a, it's an integral part of your life when you're into that. So it's not like just being into what's on the radio. Like, oh, I really like Beyonce. Like, no, yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a fucking that's thing, the, man. And that's another reason why I was that when we used to do videos, there was that uh, fact of of what's it? Of uh, metal's most streamed music. Yeah, yeah. And that's because we're not sitting there like, oh, okay, I dig this song. Like, that's. That's our shit right there. Like, well, and you, uh, you won't, yeah. You, and you're really not finding it probably anywhere else other than like some obscure no, thing. Right. That fucking it's not something we just dance to. It's we're not gonna get another one until Cult Leader puts yeah. another album out. Well, the, the thing is, you know, when when you when you hear that song it, again, like a lot of a lot of pop fans aren't necessarily gonna go and look up an, an artist's entire discography. Yeah, whereas or find, we do, or find the next step, the next like, closest I, thing, I, I, I or think, dig um, through the, the I think the one of the cool things we were talking about too is how me- yeah. how metal has like the legacy effect that a lot of genres don't have. Yes, where, like people will go back thirty years ago and like fucking like yeah, this is the shit. Right? And then sometimes get into like blues and classical. Exactly, oh, just just like, from going back to the, the roots. Of technically, like telling my first like taste of black metal was Cradle of Filth, and then from there I went back listening to Venom, Bathory, and then going on. It's 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 how it's it, it's how a lot of these subcultures tend to work. You know, you like, want to find out the history. I got into like I I got into punk through bands like fucking AFI and and dug backwards and now you know I'm yeah. I'm 29 but I have a fucking black flag tattoo because it meant that much like I never saw black I can never see black flag I can see the flag but it yeah it's not quite the same thing but like it where else do you see that like are there gonna be pop fans in 10 years with Britney Spears tattoos like probably. Oh, fuck. There's there's a whole there's a, no those will get covered. I'm gonna, up, I'm gonna look up some Britney Spears. There's a, there's a photographer who put out an entire book of 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 black flag tattoos. It, it's been referred to as like the punk rock handshake, and it's crazy because that shit was in the it stopped in '84. It's still a thing. That's crazy to me. Yeah, no. When someone as young as Mel comes up <clears> to me and says, "Oh, I know black flag." Yeah. Your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) There's, even as far as like... Mel Gibson, obviously. 
<laughs> it's weird. It's not as, I guess, as relevant now, but, like, you go back ten years, and you said Slyre, even to someone who didn't listen to metal, like, that was, like, something that was... They automatically thought of, like, Black ooh, yeah. that's... <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> oh, bomb Britney Spears? I win, man. <laughs> okay. I would never in my life get that covered up. That but... sh- honestly, that's funny. <clears throat> Take white block letters and put from the pit, and that could be our new logo. <laughs> we need. Can can you? Is that linked to a page? Can we find out who has that? <laughs> I want to talk them. to this person. <laughs> Skype him. Oh my god! I hope it's the guitarist <laughs> system of a day. If we can get an, if we can get them. <laughs> Like on Skype for an interview, I want to do it. I want to talk about that tattoo. Keith Buckley does shit like that. Got real drunk and got a tattoo of a wheelchair with Spock's head on it. Oh, and there's the dude with all the Miley Miley Cyrus tattoos. What? That's a thing. All the like like, multiple. He has like a he has like her face on his. Oh yeah, actually, it's a real shame. Uh, Apparently, she came out and said she she hates them and she thinks they're disgusting. And now he's in the process of getting them removed. And it's kind of like that sucks. That dude is just a mega fan. Like, but at the same time, it's creepy. I would say the silver lining in that is that he realized that he should get them removed at the very least. <clears throat> if I not. just aim the right way, it'll hit. <laughs> oh my god! I'm glad you went there. I really am. Like I, it's a moral obligation at a point. No, I cannot find the 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 body in which the rest of the tattoo is attached to. This is when Damn. you find out it's like on their dickhead. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Wow. The removal process. Stick in tanning it's, bed. Go too long. It's really. <laughs> Oh, this looks wow. like a wow! It hurts. It means it's working. Oh no, no! So this is like a, a thigh piece. Jesus! Some nice little traditional. It's Britney, bitch. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, yes. People nice, get nice. some fucked up tattoos. My oh, God! Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh my, there's like TV shows that. My personal it. favorite was that. Was right. that? Right. Yeah, people get fucked up tattoos. Yes. Someone got Drake across their forehead. This bitch yeah. is yeah. Yeah. Like, alright, see, like, you get... Face like, tattoos are a certain level of... Tattoo. She had to have eyebrow one thing, that. but, like... She don't got no eyebrows. She's got Drake across her forehead, like... Ooh, what were you saying? Cool. I, I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> was it something about the head? <laughs> it, was, it was after that. It was somewhere in between that and before... Just before the Drake tattoo got brought up. <laughs> uh, dumb tattoos... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My personal favorite still, there's a screen cap of a text conversation. It's like, hey, did you get a tattoo? And the person's like, yeah. And like, what did you get? And the person responded, a dog in an astronaut suit holding its helmet because we're all going to die anyway, so fuck it. And then sent a picture of the tattoo. There was a, a band I used to jam with. Um, the guitarist, he got a tear on the inside of each of his like pointer fingers, and that's when it's like, "What the hell did you do that for?" He's like, "I'm tired of people bitching, 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 bitching." He's like, and he puts he puts his fingers up to his eyes like this and goes, "Bitch, baby." Oh my god! Now that's actually a good tattoo. That's funny. holy shit! Yeah. He also gave himself a tattoo one time. Oh, no. Um, which was, guys. he was on acid. Jesus. Ooh, and, those guys. like, when I was playing with them, like, it's very down they're like, does he need to know about face? And I was like, what? And it's this fucked up, like, tattoo <laughs> on his thigh. And he's like, well, I was tripping on acid, and I was tripping face. So I decided I was going to try to write face on my leg. <laughs> so I was tripping. Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, wow. Well, all right. That seems like a bad idea. I, <laughs> he, was, um, uh, he was a funny dude. <laughs> I'm out of words on that. I don't, I don't Tattoos have things. Tattoos crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, uh, you know. An interesting thing. You uh, want to break the bad news? Oh. Oh yeah, um, so I'm pretty sure all of us here, we like Metalocalypse. Uh, 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, we like, about this. yeah, we like Death Clock. Uh, it's done. Um, it seemed like they were going to get funding to do more, but I guess Cartoon Hour Adult Swim was like, nah, not interested anymore. I uh, I kind of like, you know, yeah, I liked Metal Ocalypse. I, I I didn't really feel it. It necessarily maintained its steam after the first couple seasons. But it was no. still fun. It was, yeah. but uh, I, I can I, I get why it went away and Adult Swim has to make you know the right decisions for their fucking business who knows it might come back later <clears throat> it could but hmm. regardless might end, somewhere on, might end up somewhere else who knows I, I love fucking grab it. I love that uh, I guess Adult Swim was tired of people bitching at them so they created a petition to the petition was a, <laughs> they wanted to get signatures for Adult Swim to sign the petition for Adult Swim to bring back Metalocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Some people were like, oh, you want us to sign a petition to bring it back? They're like, no, no, no. If enough people sign this petition, we'll sign the other petition for us to bring it back. That doesn't mean we're going to do it. We're, we'll just sign the petition. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, they are... <laughs> they tend to be hilarious. Well, and I love, you know, uh, it goes without saying I'm a huge Mr. Pickles fan. And all of the Adult Swim fans are always on their page bitching, like, anytime something about Mr. Pickles is posted, they're like, this is a horrible show, the animation sucks, bring back Metalocalypse. What? I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) I was surprised to find out that, um, uh, what the hell is his name? Brendan Smalls has nothing to do with Mr. Pickles at all, either. Yeah. That was kind of surprising. Because they, they both seem like they like they would go hand in hand. Um, yeah. I, the writing I, style in a way, yeah. I know Mr. Pickles, they just, season two just dropped, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, they've been uh, they've been doing episodes. I have, I need to catch up, because that, sh- that show Yeah, me great. too, I haven't it's watched anything really this funny. season yet. Uh, for anyone not familiar, Mr. Pickles is about a dog that is basically Satan. Yes. Yeah. It, it spends most of its time just killing people and fucking animals. Insane. Yeah. Awesome. Sometimes by force. Yeah. It, the whole thing's fucking hysterical. Fuck the haters. <laughs> it's like it's like Lassie if Lassie with the devil. I think it's brilliant. I don't know why people don't like it. I don't uh, think... Well, I, don't, I mean, like... <clears throat> you, it's not a show to watch while you're eating. I, <laughs> I'll say that. I think, <laughs> I think these are the same people who wouldn't understand what make things like the Toxic Avenger so great. Uh, (laughs) I guess but the satanic magic is hilarious yeah new level and and people think it's a cheap shock but it's really cleverly done in a lot of situations (laughs) (laughs) when he is cheap when it's like all all leading back to a subplot or like maybe an overarching plot it might be the most important part of the show the fact that this dog (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) so just to derail it for a moment. Somebody uh, got a tattoo of Kanye with Kanye written on his forehead. Just in case you didn't know. Just in case. You had to know that. Oh. I, 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 but in other news. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm glad I think about I don't, planet you know, isn't worth living on anymore. I don't care about humanity anymore. I'm glad I think about <laughs> All the nihilism has now set in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Our yeah. editor just walked straight out the building. Nice. Tired of our bullshit. He's he's had it. He's actually going out to get himself a uh, Nicki Minaj tattoo <laughs> with, with her knee on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna go right on his hams. <laughs> uh, I yeah. Uh, so I guess. Am I breaking the, you? The, Is that yes. Well, all right. So anyone uh, listening out of the. Whatever audience we do have, I did just, uh, I drove straight back from Pittsburgh to here uh, to record the podcast, so I'm a little out of it, a little loopy, and things aren't processing like they normally do. So everything's uh, really funny right now. And my comments are just, I fire on all cylinders. If you didn't hear him, he fires on all cylinders, he thinks. Phil's got the sleepy, sleepy ha-ha. Yeah, pretty much, man. Feels all tuckered out. Oh, I am. Long day. I have had a long day. Man. Eat a dick. What do you work like six hours a day? I'm tired every time. Yeah. I drove yeah. as long no, as I, you work. I wake up at like four in the fucking morning. <coughs> oh, do you? Yes. I do that and I do an eight-hour shift. And this week I've been doing like full-on manager position. 
That shit's been rough. Sorry, I didn't make it. I didn't want to make it about that. Uh, but. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, Where's some pens? I need. I need to get those little teardrops going. Oh shit! What up, man? Here you go. Here. And people have arrived. How's it going, man? Plug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I expected anything differently, man. That's, that sounds good. Oh, in in horror news, Mike, me, and you watched the uh, the witch. Oh shit, that is something we do need to talk about. Hmm. Oh, sign language. Shady, 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 shady. Being shady on the podcast. Ooh. Shady, shady, shady on the podcast. So yeah, um... Did you watch it? Which? No, I did not. Oh, man. Yeah, I also haven't seen it yet. It's on my list of things. I'm, I I really need to watch We're it. We're obviously going to try not to spoil anything. This is going to be difficult, so let's... let's. Uh... Ew, no way. I'm sorry. I just saw this article. Um, Chad Gray says, People want Mudvayne back, but we can't give it to him. <laughs> Who's asking for Mudvayne? <laughs> who is honestly petitioning to get Mudvayne? The same people who want Ozfest to come back. Can I just have the bassist? So, five people. That's the only <laughs> redeeming factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dummies. Alright, so yeah, I'm sorry, Witch? <clears throat> Alright, so Witch. Um, the Brood Witch? I had an idea in my head of what the way this movie was going to play out. And it didn't do that. It went in a separate direction, and it just fucking nailed it. Yeah, I don't know if it... It might have been a benefit to have heard from someone else the way they thought the story was going to go. Because mm-hmm. I also was expecting it to be um, on a certain sort of path with a certain sort of theme and, like, subtext. Ooh, so vague. And I I'm mean, trying real hard. <laughs> like, a theme. What's the general setting of the movie? Puritanical. <coughs> you know those colonialism? stories. I was gonna say, you know those um those stories uh that you would expect to hear from, let's like, say, like the church or something like that in those times that, like, oh, if you do this, this is going to happen mm-hmm. to you. One of those kind of things, like yeah, coming true. You need to be in our church, I like I got you. Um, yeah, no, shit like that's pretty cool. And it, oh, it was. The soundtrack was... Oh, my God. If that was... It harkened back to, like, classic horror. Um, Now, see, that's something uh, that's always been important to me. Uh, Especially, it was one of the things I liked about the way they handled... um, Oh, my God. What was the movie with the the Darth Maul-looking demon in the first Mm. one? Oh, Insidious? Insidious. I thought that some aspects like that, they really nailed it on. Um, And and to me, that that really harkens back to, like, I think The Shining is the ultimate in atmospheric horror. Uh, In in the, the soundtrack that was just, like, throughout the whole movie these really dissonant strings and like I thought it was fucking brilliant what was cool with this what was cool with this is that like there's moments where like you have the soundtrack and it's like building and you're just like what's happening on the screen might not necessarily be creepy but because of the music it's it's giving you that like feeling of it's not good exactly and but then there's other moments where like they just completely cut the soundtrack so it's just talking or whatever they're doing it was cool. Oh, like, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm really, really fucking excited. And the the father's voice is just so good that when he just... <clears throat> like, I, I can't do his voice. I think it's deep as shit. Just an uh, interesting little side note. Uh, I saw this video a few weeks ago. This, like, apparently the instrument that they'll use to get some of those, like, really dissonant tones... Uh, where it's like a, a disc on a drum head and it has little prongs coming out of it various lengths. Yeah, yeah, and I'm looking. drag a bow across it and, you know. That's pretty fucking bizarre. Yeah, it, they've been using it since like the 80s and I, I, thought, I thought that was really cool. Like it's, so like those like. <laughs> it is really cool. Like those like. 
It's like metallic clangs and like screeches you might hear in music. Like they're an actual like. It, that's an actual instrument. Yeah, that's cool. Here I thought they were just playing high up on a guitar or something like a harp or something. But yeah, it's a bow instrument too. Like that's that's really cool. That's pretty wild. I never knew that. The you learn things. The music turning into almost like this is going to be the, the most I'm going to say almost like a howling, and then that takes over the sound. The sound yeah. effects cut out. Just that rising. It's it's, once again not to be a broken record, but like with the shining when he's having those visions and there's no sound effects other than Yeah. Yeah. Like that movie technically like there's a lot in that movie that shouldn't be creepy, but it is because of that. Which one? Or the the witch or the shine. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing there's nothing inherently creepy about like a woman and her son walking through a fucking hedge maze, or like a guy throwing a fucking tennis ball, but like those yeah. those two things are occurring, and the soundtrack and the whole atmosphere building up to it gives you that really uneasy feeling. And it seemed, like I said, I haven't seen it yet, but that's what it seemed like they were doing with the witch. There was a lot of scenes. <clears throat> I said to my after we were done watching, and I was like, well, that was a. Uh... Sarcastic. I was like, that was comfortable to watch. <laughs> like, it, and it's not that glaring. Like, not uncomfortable in the sense of like, say, gore film or something like that, where you're just uneasy because it's just uneasy. I guess because of the tension or what might possibly happen in the scene, or it had you on the edge of of that. Uh, what, what's going on here? So, I mean, what would you guys give this on a on a scale of like ten? I easily liked it as much as Cabin in the Woods, but for strictly different reasons. Mm -hmm. So I think I'd give it at least a nine. Wow. Okay. It's because it brought back a lot of elements that I think are desperately missing from the modern horror film. Well, I I, I definitely... That's the other thing. Like, it's this good in a world of... So it successfully creeped you out. Oh, yeah. Like, in a completely different... um, It's hard to go on this without giving away. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, no, yeah. That's the, that's the issue. Um, which, where, where can people watch this if they were? I so. streamed it on Amazon. Amazon. It's on iTunes. Um, really, that's that should get there. Otherwise, I would uh, you could check on Amazon's website and mm-hmm. order it. Um, you may also. I've noticed a lot of things are now purchasable through YouTube. If yeah, you don't oh, have yeah, uh, quite like Amazon Prime or any of those things, so it's another option to check out. I don't know if it's there. You know, if you're paying for YouTube, that is. It's totally worth it, especially if you're going to use something like Amazon. Pay the five six bucks, and if you like it, then own it. Because I mean that. Well, that I plan was, to own it soon. I I I just bought the the Descendants uh, <clears throat> fucking documentary not too long ago on YouTube because it was the first place I found it. And another thing, you pay for it once and you have it. Yeah. So, I always thought YouTube was like a rental kind of thing. They had the option to rent, uh, but it was like two dollars more to to own it, and I was like, "Well, fuck it." Okay. <laughs> yeah. It. What is that? What am I gonna do with that two dollars anyway? Um. Oh, so I was introduced to something that's kind of within the horror realm um, that I think you guys would be interested in. I don't know if you're familiar with Alan Resnick. Uh, really interesting content creator. He got to start with a YouTube channel called Alan Tutorials. I strongly suggest watching it from the oldest video and just sticking with it the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Really, really bizarre. But because of it, he got picked up by Adult Swim. And they've been doing this thing recently with these, uh, during the infomercial hours from like Four in the morning, uh, like the on. weird trippy shit they play. They, they'll do they'll do things that that start out seeming like infomercials, and they're they just, this, this sudden twist yeah, horror. Yeah, those things are fucking getting like they. A lot of them kind of remind me of um, what's the one fucking creepy thing I showed you a few months ago? I was um, months, a few couple weeks ago, a few couple like like a month or two ago. They all with the puppets. Uh, I was trying to remember that the other day and I couldn't. Oh, oh that oh, got man. dark. 
It got yeah. dark randomly. Well, there's there's so uh, <clears throat> there's one. Yeah. There there's two out actually. Um, the one I really want to put people's attention to first is it's called unedited footage of a bear. <laughs> it's a ten minute short. I I strongly suggest watching it. Uh, I, there's also another one called um, Oh Wow. This house has people in it. That one. Uh, goes much deeper. It's much more intense. It's a whole this huge house thing. Has people in it. That just feels like a creepy statement. That sounds familiar. But both of them, uh, there, there's also a wonderful channel on YouTube. Uh, this guy who goes by the the channel name of Nightmind, who does a really good job breaking down and explaining and exploring these things. So uh, I very heavily suggest everyone check out all of his work uh alan tutorials unedited footage of a bear and this house has people in it and you saw it yes i saw like i I all did was type in u-n-e and it was like one of the most it was like the first one that came up in google unedited footage of a bear uh yeah uh when we finish recording you guys need to both watch that and watch the night mind explanation of it uh seriously and hypothetically get extremely high on reefer. Uh, yeah, yeah you do that too. Hypothetically. Uh, it actually it goes In it goes quite well. It goes quite well with uh, watching it actually. I'll I'll, I'll explain it all. the anxiety. <laughs> oh shit, it's going on. It's it's ironic that you say that. I, I don't want to spoil too much. Okay, all right, yeah, no, don't, don't. But uh, yeah, so everyone check that shit out. I'm forcing you guys to check it out when we finish this because fuck everything else. Uh, But yeah, Alan Resnick, look into his work. If you're a big fan of, like, weird, metaphorical, existential horror shit... Yes. uh, He's he's right up your fucking alley. Uh, Like I said, all of his work, watch it start to finish. Alan Tutorials is a little bit of a commitment because it's a whole YouTube channel, but uh, it's, it's worth it. As far as stuff that's a little bit strange, um, I had mentioned to you before the show started, uh, Metal Injection had um, an author and Punisher <coughs> set up. Mm-hmm. And if you oh, nice. haven't seen him perform, at the very least, I su- heavily suggest watching that. He's got this self-contained sort of setup where it looks like he operates mostly off of one like synth, like almost maybe a classic synth because it was almost like a full keyboard. It's not like you quartered. Like, like a mini cord. keyboard. Right. And um, for the percussion, he's got this rail slider set up, which looks like a, a hand grip. And it honestly, it looks like it's used for something else, which maybe was repurposed with some like analog switches. But on a forward punch, it makes a sound. And on a back hit, like forward and back, kind of like a throwing a punch. Mm-hmm. It's the rail system. So it hits two triggers, I assume. And that's how he does all of his percussion. So I assume there's a way to like modify whether it's like a bass and a crash or if it's just a bass hit, because he has that real heavy sound. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense when you see him sitting there, like you know, doing like the the rhythm with a punch. It almost sounds like it. So now I'm gonna whenever I hear it, like, hear it differently. Yeah. But I thought that was really neat. They had a like a whole fest put up all the all the band's sets, but. Author and Punisher immediately jumped out. And this was, again, probably about two or three weeks back on their feed. So, might take a little digging, but it'd be worth it. Word. Yeah, I definitely have to check that out. Uh, speaking of, of, of filming set footage, gotta, gotta shout out 856 again, because I think everyone needs to be checking out his work. Uh, yeah, and I think he just started an Instagram. Oh, awesome. I ju- or, or I just started following the Instagram, it just popped up to me. Yeah, um, he's probably been doing that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're <clears throat> even moderately interested in the entire hardcore scene, or does he cover all, everything? All, I mean, yeah, he'll, uh, he definitely, um, I mean, the cool thing about the Philly hardcore scene is it's all very intermixed, so, you know, I saw... Uh, I'm pretty sure he was there, actually, but, you know, I saw Angel Dust, Iron Reagan, and fucking Noisem at the same show. Where, um, okay. So, yeah, there's there's a good possibility if it happened anywhere in the area, because he'll go out deep into Pennsylvania, he's filmed sets down in Delaware, Baltimore, uh, but 
definitely almost every show that happens in I'm starting in to notice going to shows in Philly. And be like, oh shit, there he is! Like doing yeah, his thing. Like, and he and it's just him. Yeah, just him. All of this is hardcore. Every single set, uh, multi-cammed, by the way, at the Electric Factory. Like that dude's crazy. Dedicated as fuck. But uh, yeah, uh, pretty much any hardcore band you can think of in the past fucking fifteen years, he's probably got at least a couple sets of theirs up there. So. Cool way to check out how a band is live if you don't get a chance to go out and see them. Nice. Yeah. Awesome sauce. I know I've mentioned him before, but it's just uh, I will continue to do so because I think his work is fucking great. Yeah. And and when else have we had a scene documented that way? I like every. No, yeah, it's like really. Thirty years from now, you could straight up just like. You could just and it's really intense. This. You've seen him like lug his stuff into what seems like everything that's happening. Yeah. Like, wow. dude's got to keep a schedule. It's a way of life. It is, and it's a, it's a real passion for the scene. You know, it's... You know, like, like I've just heard someone say it, but yeah, 30 years from now, you could come back and relive an entire year of the scene. Exactly. Just be like, oh yeah, I remember I went to this show and that show... I've seen oh, I see man, myself I this show I can't believe it. I yeah. see myself in the videos all the time, which is always very weird. Oh wow. It's very strange to see yourself in the crowd on a video. I feel like then every time you go to a show, you would have to give the camera the finger just so you can look back at it and laugh. I mean <laughs> I show it to your my, grandkids. I, like, hey, see that? <laughs> that that's me giving the finger. <laughs> Bird. First, I, mean, I was flipping myself off when I watched later. Now I'm flipping you off. Congratulations! Happy yeah, birthday. The, <laughs> the the Bane show we were at, you know, on top of him being there filming, they they were putting GoPros up, uh, like yeah. three or four of them yeah. up, like above the set. So there's one looking out of the crowd. Awesome. Like there was energy at that show. All over the that place. Was intense. Yeah, both of those are up now. Which is awesome. I wouldn't be surprised if he made it up to, to film their final show up in Massachusetts. I hope he does. Lineup's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. We should, uh, I should check in on uh, 40 winners. It's been a while. It's been a while. I wonder if they put any music out. He said it's Not the last time I checked. No. But, um,. I just listened to them again recently, too. They're fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of yeah. keeping up with some things, I'm constantly checking uh, Unleash the Archers. I want them back again. I want to see them again. I know. It's so unreasonable bad. for us to... I, I already want a, a new Unleash the Archers, a new Mirker, a new uh, Cult Leader album. If I was to understand the way their schedule works is they do some touring, and once like it's winter hits... standard, yeah. Once winter hits... They're they're from Canada, so apparently winters are very uh, treacherous Trying, there. Yeah. So they kind of spend some time writing new music, and that's when they kind of hammer on albums, and then they tour again once it kind of breaks. Well, I do have to mention, as long as we're on the the subject of live shows, uh, I'll be at Punk Rock Bowling in Asbury this Saturday. Nice. Uh, which is completely outrageous uh saturday the descendants stag nasty subhumans h2o um is it sold out no i don't believe so how much are tickets uh a single day is 50 bucks i think for the whole weekend which i'm pretty sure i forget if it's a two or three day i think it's a three are like uh they're slightly cheaper it's like 130 or some shit like that I'm just going Saturday, but the the other days lineups are also fucking awesome. So it's it's you know if it's something you're interested in, it's a lot of bands that um, rarely play in the area. I you know I've never seen The Descendants or Dag Nasty. I was beginning to think I never would. So seeing how they're two yeah. of like my my idols like that. I that's would cool. love to see the the Descendants. So like yeah. Oh dude, yeah. if you want to come. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to swing it, but I wish I could offer to help you out. But it's it's fine. It's fine. If you can, might strike another time. If if you can, if uh, you know something comes up and you're like, "Fuck it, I can do it." Let me know. I will. Definitely. Wow. 
yeah. attendance right there in Asbury Park. Right in Asbury. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's going to be wild, man. I, I, I have to meet them. Like, it's one of those must. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so anybody else got any? No, I'm, I'm pretty wrapped up. All right. So? Yeah. So, uh, I guess we going to a close, and as always... We arrive at our destination. <laughs> you can unbuckle. Good night, ladies. <laughs>